experimental unit clone force 99. The defective clones with the desirable mutations. They call themselves the Bad Batch. Hey everyone, welcome back to another sick episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. Uh, and I'm Andrew. And we are back with Bad Batch Season 1, Episode 14, War Mantle. Oh, he's on his phone. I'm sorry. Ooh, okay. Oh, sorry. I'm, dude, okay. How many times is he going to... No, no, no. First of all, I wasn't... Just, wow, okay, hold on. For, for everyone that's listening, you can see that. I was responding to the Twitch chat. Oh, oh okay. all right. So, anyways, Star Wars, Bad Batch, War Mantle. So, so what were you guys' overall thoughts of this episode? Okay, so I told Drew when we started this episode on the live stream that we just we just did the watch party. Um, I was like, Drew, like I know we were both talking last week. You're like, oh man, we hope this is gonna like start picking up towards the season finale, and it didn't. I was like, but today's the day. Today, today is the day. Um, so it's a do. It would do. It was a doozy. It was good. It's really, really, really good for me. Um, there's a specific musical moment that we'll get to later in the episode. That, I think there was two for me, but yeah, for me there was one specifically. Well, there's that one. Yeah, that like I don't even know if Jeremiah remembers, but yeah, there's that one. I I immediately like I haven't had a moment in a Star Wars television show quite yet where like Whoa. I immediately get Cartoon? I mean there's been slight moments but like I've never had a moment Mandalorian. like I've never had a moment like this where I immediately recognize a callback oh. this way where like I with like subconsciously something inside of me went whoa 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 let's take a step back this is different this is a callback to something else and like I remember geeking out on the couch with my wife about it. Tanner like, said in all caps in chat, "I heard it and yelled." Yeah, see exactly. See, we yeah. know we're, he knows what we're talking about. Of course. Um, and and if you're a fan of A New Hope, and Jeremiah doesn't have an excuse because this part doesn't happen in the bad part of A New Hope, based on his standards. He should remember this. Part. So, anyways, there's a musical moment that I thought was absolutely incredible. Yes. Really, really nice callback to something else, which we'll talk about. Um, CG stuff was gorgeous as always. The setting, like, dude, the visuals of this planet were just top notch. Because uh, I'm a sucker for a good forest. <laughs> I love a good forest. Yeah. Walking through the forest, looking at a forest, writing in music inspired by the forest. Mm -hmm. It's all good to me. So now, now, Andrew, every time I see a forest, a little part of me gets a little scared that I might see like a goat. Or a donkey, <laughs> like a normal goat. <laughs> Don't go out to the normal forest then, because it runs a really good chance of you actually seeing one of those two well, things. That's fair as long as it's on Earth. But there was that's a part fair. I was like, that's fair. A little hesitant. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Ewoks. <laughs> so <laughs> if you if you had seen a goat in the background, 
of this episode. A normal I goat. I would have lost it, dude. You know I would have lost it. Drew said, it. Star Wars is over. I'm done. I'm I out. He's quitting the podcast. He's quitting Star Wars. I don't know about all that, but it would... It, it would... Yeah, it would be bad. No, but this was this was really this was a, a fantastic episode for me. Um, I'm confident in my rating, and I'm confident in, that my rating's not going to change. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a nine, maybe like a nine point two. Ooh, yeah, it was good. It was really good, and this like it felt like things are finally picking up, and it also helped for me personally that we had a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. I like that I didn't get resolution, right? You know, like that's good. That's good for me. That's good. Like that's good storytelling for me, keeping me on the edge of my seat, keeping me in suspense. Uh, that's one of my favorite types of storytelling, um, especially when I get it in the moment and I'm not binge watching a television show because obviously yeah. having to wait a week versus having to wait four seconds is a little bit different. <laughs> but right, right, you know, yeah. So I enjoyed it, Drew Jeremiah. Drew. yeah it was i loved it the cliffhanger at the end whew, was really good um the whole i i love the whole story and it, it's gonna bring us even more towards stuff with the whole rebels like it's gonna tie in rebels a lot which i'm really excited about I don't know. I overall, this was a really good episode, and this is an episode that we were, were hoping that last week would have been. Um, but you know what? It's okay. We got I, this. I week. think I would like to go on record in saying, I think four episodes was too much to ask for, and I admit that. I take it back. I don't know though. I because think the last think four episodes trilogy- of the last one was good. Yeah, but they they had structured those into four episode arcs intentionally, whereas. I think four episodes would have stuck out too much because of the way the rest of the season went. Because hmm. we had only had, at most, a two-episode arc. So if all of a sudden we get to episode 13 and then it's just this... It would probably seem too separated to a lot of people as its own story. So I think I think three episodes is good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really good. I'm excited for what's coming next week, but not to say that I want to skip over this week. I'm really pumped for this breakdown episode. It's gonna be good. Uh, don't turn turn your dials, folks. You want to Jeremiah be here for that? Yeah. What'd you think? So the first thing I want to say: Don't do this to me. No, no, it's not that. It's not nothing like that. Don't have to worry about that for tonight's episode. Okay. Thank the maker. But the TK. Troopers, uh huh, looked almost exactly like the trooper design we had on our merch, and that is why I think we got taken down. Oh, actually, they're, they're, they're very, very similar, <laughs> and like that's yeah, it's spooky how <laughs> yeah. Matt maybe Matt was it's, prophetic, mm. he called something before it happened. I'm gonna pull it up, and so like I saw, I'm like, why does it look so familiar? Oh, dang, you're right, Jeremiah. <laughs> because because oh, wow. the the design that we had, like it had like a like a, a almost like a facial expression for the yeah. mouth. Yeah, yeah. And these TK troopers had that same like expression on their 
helmet. And I was, and they, and like mm-hmm. their, the, the head part of it was more, more like bulky and smooth. Wow. And that was also similar, I think, to our design. Did you and pull it so, up, Drew? I did, real quick. Can no. you share your, oh wait, yeah, you can share your screen. Yeah, share your screen real quick. Let it. Let everyone see it. Who's following it's the Twitch? It's kind of hard to see because it's on. Oh yeah. Because I can't click the link because it doesn't exist. Yeah, that's fine. But. Um. Yeah. I'll... But yeah, so I thought that was kind of eerie that <laughs> that happened. Um, I think it's funny that these stormtroopers looked better and more efficient looking. I don't want to talk about how they performed, but it looked better and more menacing and more efficient looking than the regular Stormtroopers. Right. So yeah, it's this one right here, chat, if you're watching. Yeah, that is definitely, that's funny as heck. Uh, yeah. So we have a comment in the Twitch chat from Devue Twist. I heard the TK Troopers were based on the Ralph McQuarrie, which original is kind concept of what yes matt kind of based his on yeah the route th- these are very sense. similar to the ralph mccory artwork yeah interesting yeah. yeah but anyway i did really like this episode um i it was just jam-packed with a lot of things that i know a lot a lot of people know more details about things that, like you guys mentioned the music. Like I didn't catch the music stuff as much as you guys, but like there's so many things. Yeah. That this... like apparently like the one, one of the clone commandos was torch. Is that scorch? Scor- scorch. Mm-hmm. So like he's from the game or something like Come that. On. Yeah. Correct. And he's also has the appearance when we see the commandos in clone wars once. He's part of the Delta Squad or something. Like he is the... part of Delta Squad because Delta Squad is the squad from the game. Yeah. Yeah, and so they had their their one little appearance in the Clone Wars, and that's yep. the same one. So, um, like, I wouldn't have caught that unless someone told me that. And so, um, those, I mean, and I, I think with everything with Dave Filoni, like you love those Easter eggs that he gives us, right? Like, it's so nice. I mean, we're getting that a lot in the Mandalorian series. I know we're gonna that's gonna be like all freaking Boba Fett, the book of Boba Fett. Like we know that's like all of it's gonna be Easter eggs, right? Right. And that's I mean, that's what he does best and yeah, it's pretty cool. But yes. Yeah, so yeah. We should jump into uh scene by scene now. Let's do it. So we're on a forest at night and we see a clone trooper running through the forest being chased. And what's the name of those little dog things? Uh, I call them the Tuscan Raider pups. <laughs> it's not Chat, their official uh, name. Chat help us all. <laughs> <laughs> so the Tuscan Raider pups. Hey, there you go. Until someone tells us otherwise. <laughs> uh, so they're, you know, they're being, ch- they're chasing, uh, this trooper, we don't know who it is. At first, I thought it was Hauser for a second, but when I saw the hair, then it wasn't. But yeah, um, uh, David in the chat says massives, M A S S I F F S. Massives. Tanner said no S at the end. Or massive. Well, it's plural. Massives. 
yeah, yeah. It could technically, it could technically be plural. <laughs> it could be massive with plural. It could be plural, but it ways. could be like a deer, like, mo- like moose. There's no deers it's or moosen or moose or moose eye. That's not right. Nope. You know? Yeah. Oh, fun fact. Do you guys know what the plural of latte is? Latte. It's latte. Latte da. So if you have two lattes, <laughs> it's it's latte. If you have two lattes, you're gonna be jacked. I would not know. depending. Well, yeah, or not. That's that's a, that's actually. I have, if I were to have a sip of a latte, I'd be up for three <laughs> no, days. No, you would straight. not. It's milk. You would drink milk if you go to Starbucks and get a latte right now. You would drink the first. It's, sip would it's be like milk. milk. It's like milk. And maybe a shot of espresso uh, if you're lucky. If you go to Starbucks and like, I want a latte, you're gonna drink milk, and then you'll be like, this is nothing, and then you get the end, and then you're gonna, you then you'll shake. But if you yeah. drink the first yeah. sip, you'd be fine. Well, I hate milk, and I have haven't had a glass of milk in over twenty years. So, Wait, well, how do you eat your cereal? I don't eat cereal, and if I do buy cereal, I just eat it dry as like a snack, like oh. puppy chow. Anyways, well, all right. Well, that took a sad turn. <laughs> How Jeremiah, that a sad <laughs> cereal, cereal is life. is joy. I enjoy eating cereal, but I just eat it plain as a snack. Because I mean, you don't. You're not lactose. Because you. I think it's t- I think love ice cream. Tastes, right. I think milk tastes terrible. It's and milk is for babies. So. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, we are the only species on the planet. Who drinks other people? Who milk. drinks other species' milk consistently? So yep. I guess that is that's a valid point. <laughs> Anyways, Jeremiah's not a baby. So. We're only we're all over the place today, everyone. <laughs> we are. This is wait, Jeremiah. What's your what's your dry cereal of choice for snacks? Don't say raisin those bran. Don't you say raisin no, bran? No, no, no. It's like those. Man, that's pops. not my number one choice, but I do enjoy raisin bran because I like raisins and I like. I love raisins. Just plain. Do you not like raisins? Yeah. So, I like raisins. So oh, okay. I I don't know. Like I, cocoa puffs are pretty good. Like okay. honey nut Cheerios, pretty good. Okay. Ooh, uh, um, peanut butter. Honey bunches of oats. Whew. Those. That's <laughs> that's really good. That gets if you get the vanilla kind. Wow, Ooh, that's a banger. That's a banger. You want to know why? Because it tastes like fortune cookies. Mm. So if you like oh, fortune right. cookies, you're eating this like straight <laughs> fortune cookies without the well, fortune. So you're seeing cookies, basically. Have you tried right. the Cinnamon Toast Crunch churros? No, but I do enjoy Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. The case the you can see. It's the goat. It's the goat. Ooh. I, I, I prefer, for me, it's life all the way. Life is pretty life good. Life cereal is my favorite Cinnamon cereal. life is pretty good. True. Pumpkin life. Stop. I haven't, Stop. I haven't had no. that. No. We what? don't do pumpkin. I haven't no. tried it. Sorry. I, I think you like it, Jeremiah. How do you guys feel about grape nuts? Okay. We're going to move on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now, oh, yeah. We put a push a button right there. Where... <laughs> you said grape nuts. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> As all of our listeners turned off this episode. Well, but... in, the, in the chat, we're hearing... I'm reading Quaker Oatmeal Square, Cinnamon, Ooh. Count Chocula, Crispix. <laughs> We've got Waffle, Raisin Bran Slaps. Uh, <laughs> Anyways. Um, but yes. So the clone is running through the, the forest. And while he's doing it, he drops like a, what we find out is a beacon. I thought it was a explosive. 
but it was just like a beacon. I just thought it was an LED. I thought it was a bomb. I thought it was I, a TV I, remote. Okay. Okay. But it wasn't. It was a beacon. <laughs> so uh, that happens, and he gets – they start shoot, trying to stun him. And I thought it was cool how he got stunned in the leg, but he kept going. Like Yeah. So, like, I wonder if that's a thing where you only pass out if it hits you in the chest. Like, if that would happen to anyone, like, it was just, like... I mean, that makes sense. Or he was just really... really no, no, no. Disturbing. I mean, it, it, it makes sense because... Okay, so, obviously, tasers don't do this. The same thing. They don't knock you out. Contrary to popular belief, they taser don't. doesn't knock you out in real life. It, it doesn't happen. Nope. No matter what the movies tell you. It does not. But the the larger the spread hitting center mass and splitting the belt line has more of effect an effect than if you get both prongs in the leg. Mm-hmm. So seeing as the, the stun mode on a blaster is, is somewhat similar to that world's the star Wars galaxy's taser. That would make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was really cool. I, that was like the first thing that's the first time we've ever seen that I think in star Wars. So when right. you get stunned and not, actually fall right away so it was really cool and he was like limping along and it was i thought it was really cool i liked it a lot yeah and so but eventually they kept him and he gets uh completely stunned and captured so it's like oh what is this all about like what's this episode going to be which was interesting and so then right after that it goes to uh the bad batch in their ship um, and they're in route uh, on a mission from Sid that we find out. But again, Omega, she's working on Gonky. Good old Gong Kong. And she sees Hunter twirling a tool of some sort, like really well in his fingers. And she tries to do it herself. So I thought it was just, she's always trying to copy people and learn things. And so I, was, I thought that was a little cool detail. But then we hear immediately after that that. They're getting a transmission from Rex. And so this is like, oh boy, I was excited about this because we were pumped. We were thinking like we're probably not gonna see him again, maybe. Like like we wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see him again for this season at least. I don't know if this counts though. I mean we saw Well, I think Well, we'll get into that later. Okay. All right. But uh yes, we see Rex and he's like in desperate like mode right now. He's like, I need you to get my friend, like He's a desperate need. He's blah, blah, blah. But I got to go. I'll send you to coordinates. And so he's in the middle of some sort of mission on his own because he's on the run. And so, like, now I'm extra curious about Rex and what he's doing. And I feel like they're doing the details that they have shown about what he's doing. I feel like it's opening the door to an actual season of some sort. Like, Ooh. I think it'd be cool if like Rex has his own show. Has his own show, but it's like that'd be fire. Like live they, action? They're not gonna do live action. That'd <laughs> <laughs> uh, be cool though but, if they did. But they could make it a rom com. Rex's no. and O's. Stop. Just stop. No. I mean, they could. I I'm we don't need any more romance in in Star Wars. Like I, I mean if it was done well. I think it would work. Han and Leia, that was done well, relatively. Lost Star, the best. 
still I, I, I just feel like we're gonna end up getting like a scene where they're both in the bathroom together and i don't want that like <laughs> okay we're not I, I, don't, I don't want that in star wars like it's gross like i don't i think it's, it's just oh not, jeremiah i don't come to star wars to watch that kind of stuff i just want the force and good and well, evil and... we're not getting the force we haven't got the force at all this season we saw Caleb and his master. Her, uh, so we did see the force. True, in the beginning, that's fair. Not since then, though. Not since then. But yes, so then the funny scene after this is where they're debating all the different point of views on what they should do with this mission. And Wrecker, like, you know, Echo has a great point. Tech has a great point. The kid has a good point. Like he's just going with the flow. Like, that was just a funny like back and forth. But um, they decide they are going to help this uh, friend of Rex who is on the run. Did it say like he's been captured or just there's a beacon only? Mm, beacon only. I think it's just a beacon. Right. Because so, that was like the whole point where they right, right, land. Right. Yeah. And so they go, decide, we're going to go investigate. And, you know, they are just hoping they can do it quick and get back on the mission they got from Sid. So after this, uh, we go back to Camino, which I was excited for. And it's in the middle of clones being evacuated from Camino. Uh, the Empire has ended the contract that the Republic made with the Kaminoans, and so they're taking their clones off the site and off the planet. And so we also see uh, Crosshair and Rampart talking, and what? And I think Crosshair's like, "What about the Kaminoans?" And Rampart's like, "We have our orders." And so uh, we kind of see a little bit of that later on in the episode of what that may entail, but I'm expecting something much bigger and possibly something that they copied from my fan fiction from season two finale, <laughs> but we'll talk about that later. Um, but yes. And so it's very scary and ominous. Um, we see some cadet troopers, the connect cadet clones or whatever, like they're a little like Boba Fett age that we kind of see them in clone wars type of thing. Master Skywalker. Huh? That's, the, that's the first thing I thought. That's he, he thought there was going to be see, be a scene similar to that. There's not. It could be. Well, not there probably was. We didn't see it. Let's be real. Right. And so... Um, and then it goes to Lama Sue talking to Nala Se and how they're just nervous about what's going to happen. And so Lama Sue's definitely scared about what is going to happen because they no longer have any options at their thing because the contract is broke and the empire is leaving. And so they weren't able to uh, get back Omega to use her as a source for more clones. At least that's what was kind of assumed. And so they have no power, no cards to play. So they're scared. Uh, but it goes back to the planet wall, which is uh, named Darrow. Um, by the way, and so it was kind of like a uninhabited planet with nothing really on it. I think they said, so they thought it was weird that they were going to this planet. Um, but they find the beacon, and so 
they start trying to track this individual. I see this. I said, I kind of mentioned this earlier, like before the show, but I had this great joke plan for right now because I thought the planet was named uh, Dora. So I was like, oh, they're tracking. We could go, we could say maybe they're Dora explorers right now. And I was like, oh, no, I got my name. Uh, I was going to get the horn, but it doesn't matter. I got the, the planet name wrong. It's Daro, not. I was going to say, I don't know if Andrew would have gave you the horn on that oh, one. Oh, he would have. In, in the moment, he would have He would have gotten it. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so we see Hunter at his best doing his tracking skills and whatnot. And they get to a mountain. And he's like, there's something inside that mountain. And so he can sense it. I was really hoping that... They're going to bring a little bit of the EU Thrawn trilogy into this with Wayland. Oh, that would have been sick. And is that a person, a thing? Jeremiah, we we went over this story. <laughs> I don't remember anything it's about it. It's the mountain, the, the Emperor's Secret Storehouse. So obviously it couldn't have been the same thing. I get that, but like I was hoping that there's going to be at least a little bit of a callback to it. But it's fine. All right. So at this moment, um, Hunter says for Wrecker and Omega to go back to their ship so that uh, he and uh, Echo and Tech can go scout out and figure out what's going on. And so, which makes sense because Wrecker isn't good with heights and they were climbing a really steep part like it was nothing. And I don't think Wrecker would have been able to scale the side of that mountain that well so mm. it makes sense and omega probably wouldn't be able to uh she's too small to kind of like have long reaches and hold her weight up and stuff for a long distance so uh there's that but they get to the top or well be like towards the top or whatever and they find nothing keep going oh like, uh, what the heck was that I think um, Drew was trying to rewatch the episode on his phone for reference and had his volume on. <laughs> um, uh, where was I? Oh, okay. They find they find they get to the top of the mountain and they realize it's like a big facility, a big opening, kind of like similar to like the the I don't know the holes on Coruscant where it's all all the different or levels. Utapau. Utapau also. Where, yep. What would that be called? Like, what do they call those? And so is her name? Uh, holes. Holes? Okay. Burrows. Burrows? Uh, I don't know. Cylindrical underground cities. Shafts? Is that it? Uh, yeah, you could, you could argue for that. All right, so they find this giant shaft going down to the thing, and so they're scouting out. They're looking. They've got their, their Star Wars binoculars, and they find a landing pad. And there's a bunch of, you know, immediate right away you think, oh, a bunch of clones, but then they realize it's different armor, and so that's when I realize, okay, these this is probably not clones. This is probably stormtroopers because we know the episode name is War Mantle, which is about replacing the clones with enlisted troopers. So, okay, this makes sense. But we also see clone commandos, which is fun. Which, by the way, when Echo said the clone's number 
in the shuttle earlier in the episode. Did you get it right away? I did not. I didn't either. Um, Which I should have because that person is in my fan fiction and I used that number before I said the name in my fan fiction. That's funny. I I got the CC. I was like, oh, that's, wait a second. And then I, I Googled it and then I realized who it was. Right. And so... Now, before he said his name, I could hear in the voice that it was yeah. was Gregor. But wow, spoilers! Did I just hear a, a Tuscan a Raider? No, I think you heard a cat. What? Who's cat? No, just what? I think it was a combination of me and Drew. I heard both of our mics because my cat meowed right into outside the door. I definitely heard a Tuscan Raider. What's a stream? Just keep going. <laughs> okay. But, uh, so yes, they see all the troopers and immediately Hunter's like, this is, this is too big of an operation. We can't infiltrate this place on our own and get this guy out. Like we can't, can't do this. Um, but, um, let's see. Echo, but Echo, he's still arguing like, no, like we have to, we have to do this. And so, cause like, you know, he was in basically in that same situation where no one knew that he was captured mm-hmm. and, you know, he didn't think anyone would ever come for him. So like the fact that someone's been captured and they know that he's there, like, he's like, we have to help him because we don't know if they're going to turn that person into someone like I was where they were just used for a reason. So um, he does eventually convince Hunter out to continue. And so they, they jump on top of a elevator and, you know, go down. And I thought it was cool how they jumped off it and like grabbed on the wall. Like, yeah, like mm-hmm. perfect timing. I thought that was cool, especially with, you know, echo. He just has a little wrench for an arm, like how he was able to, jump and hold on to the wall but whatever um and so they get in there to hack into one of the the computer consoles and says that there are a thousand tk troopers and so then immediately that that's confirmation that these are not clones and so um that's a lot of a lot of troopers a thousand of them Mm -hmm. um but then they make their way well and 50 clone commandos Yes, that also can't forget that. That's a that. lot of commandos. That's a lot of commandos, considering that most of them, at least the first batch, died on Geonosis. So they were busy getting making those making those commandos. Yeah, and so they they track Gregor to where his cell is, and or I should say, they don't know it's Gregor yet, but they go in Spoilers. there. They they break him out, <laughs> break in, and then he says. And they're like, are you CC, whatever? It's like, well, it depends on who asking. It's like, Rex sent us. Oh, well, then yes, I'm I'm Gregor. And so like, I heard, before he said his name, like I knew in his voice, I heard that that twang or whatever that he has. Okay, that's definitely Gregor, which I was excited for. So yeah, for sure. And so I thought <laughs> this kind of it was kind of like a stupid. Gosh, just I got this fly like going all over my screen, but you can't see it on the camera because it's like below the camera but i keep getting attacked by this fly sorry um <laughs> shoe fly don't bother me 
I don't think he understands that. <laughs> well, um, it's worth the shot. But this kind of like it wasn't necessarily a montage, but they, you know, they tripped the alarm and they're fighting all these TK troopers and they just kind of suck. <laughs> and it was just funny that they, they kept coming and they just kept getting shot like, easily. And then like the one where like, they stand at both sides of the hallway and then one guy just runs by and they <laughs> shoot him in the back. Like it was just funny that, you know, they clearly, and as part of the structure of the episode, um, and one of the themes that we'll get to, but um, like the clones are clearly better than the troopers here in this situation. Um, and so like they kind of like made that comment and then Gregor's like, well, yeah, I was training him, but I didn't teach him everything. Like that would be stupid. So like um, Gregor might seem like he's a little out there, but he knows what he's doing. Like, well, I mean, he's a commando. Well, that too. Yes. I mean, it's, that's um, the, a pretty big fat. Also, before we leave this moment, this is the lovely musical moment the best during moment. this montage. So the music that they were playing was a slightly modified version of the music that they played during a lot of the Stormtrooper chase scenes in the Death Star in A New Hope. Mm-hmm. Same music, almost. When, when Chewie and Han were like running. Especially, yeah, them. there's that shot where it's Chewie, Chewie and Han running away. And it's like flashing back and forth between them and the stormtroopers running after them. Like it's that, it's that music. And it made me really, really happy. You didn't notice that, Jeremiah? No. Oh, when I heard that, I freaked out right away. But why would they do this? It's it's the same like sort of scene. Yeah, it's similar. It's just a callback, man. Yeah, I mean, it looks, the hallways look super imperial. They're, they're running and, you know, doing stuff against stormtroopers. And it it's it's kind so of like amazing. the it's kind of like a stormtrooper motif. Yeah, it was like saying we've arrived. Like things things have officially begun. But I got Poor it immediately, mantle. and I got so it was like the Leonardo DiCaprio gif oh, I was, I of was him pointing pumped. at the TV. It said that I was yelling. Yeah, more well, or and less. Like Tanner was saying, he even yelled. Like it was so awesome. I was yeah. so happy for that moment. Well, I have to go back and compare and contrast. Dude, it made me feel like a kid again. Because I watched well, A New Hope so many times. Like that that motif is embedded into my memory. Also, just if you're listening to this, go check out the watch party and go check out that reaction I had. I was pretty pumped. I was really pumped. Yeah, right. another thing that I just saw down in the chat is the really cool hand to hand combat scene. Mm-hmm. With so. Hunter 1v1. Yeah, against a commando and he won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's that. All right. And so um Omega is so then it flashes to Omega and Wrecker, and they're just kinda hanging out. They're not really doing much. Um but so they're just kinda waiting. Um, and then as then it goes back to the Bad Batch trying to escape. And this is kind of like an interesting thing that I thought was, you know, the best thing that they portrayed in this episode for the, the transition to the Stormtroopers was um, 
because they're kind of saying like how the, the the troopers suck, but like, um, there's something I think it was. Gregor said something like, "There's like there's like a thousand of them or whatever," but Hunter's like, "Well, numbers, you know, aren't everything." But immediately when the clones troopers are being outnumbered, that's when they're starting to lose, and it's it's very the Empire was very. Let's throw as many bodies at these people as we can and overwhelm them. And that's how we're going to win. And from that moment on, for the whole rest of the episode, we see that where they just throw everything they got to stop, you know, this a handful of troopers. And I thought that was just very interesting because that's kind of what the Empire does is by enlisting an unlimited, basically, amount of people throughout the galaxy, you can just, for any mission, just overwhelm the situation with the troopers and this takeover and or destroy or whatever. And that's how they're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yes. they, they definitely switch to like a quantity over quality mentality, yeah. um, which in some cases is, is, is better, um, you know, in some, in some military situations, but then in other cases, it's not like, especially when you're talking about coffee, if you lose the intentionality behind it and you go with quantity over quality, it's it doesn't produce good. as good of a cup. And True. I think coffee shops that do the quality over quantity and take, you know, that time being intentional with the way they they roast their beans and the cup of coffee that it makes, you know, they, they go the extra mile in my case. And it just yeah. so happens that the sponsor of today's episode is one of those coffee shops and it's Wesley Andrews coffee and tea. So let's take a quick moment and listen to a message from them. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor for today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that they have a subscription service that gets those amazing coffee beans delivered to your door on an either weekly, bi-weekly, or a monthly basis. Unfortunately, we're all being negatively affected by this virus right now. With that being said, what a better time to try some new coffee and support a local business. I know they'll greatly appreciate it, and we will too. After all, using the code Empire Radio with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, when you start a new subscription at wesleyandrews.cc, you'll get 50% off your first purchase. I can't think of a better deal. Get 50% off support a local Minneapolis coffee shop, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, you Jeremiah? guys didn't even know. You didn't even know we were talking about coffee. All of a sudden, we're talking about the Empire, and then you're like, wait a second. Mm. This dude's talking about coffee. What the heck? You know what makes a good segue, though, Andrew? When you don't mention it. No, no. What I just <laughs> did didn't take away from my segue. Because the moment's already passed. <laughs> you know, I already made it great. Anyways. Okay. Jeremiah's like, all right. Okay, well, it's a segue we, we back going? into why you're here. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, okay. Yes. So as they're, you know, they're now they're on the run from the TK troopers. And the uh, was it just one commando or was it a couple commandos that were in the chase? Uh, well, they beat up one and then there was another one and they beat him up. And then there was the one on the other side of the elevator that like jumped across or whatever. 
Yeah, which we haven't got to yet, but that was a really cool moment. And then I, I'd say there's like six, five or six total, including the one that got yeeted pretty hard. At the, at, towards the end? In the, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I thought it was cool how the one clone commando took like five or six stun shots and was able to keep going. Oh, that was the one that did the elevator thing, the stun yeah. maneuver. Yeah. Which yes. is nice because now do you think that's the armor that did that did that or do you think it's just the, the well they they the for sure had better the... armor I think it was it was a combination of both because they had better training way better training they had more rigorous training so they could withstand more and they had better armor so I would be surprised if it was better at energy displacement right so. And then uh, I think it was right after, was it at this moment or just after this is when Gregory just gets wrecked in the chest by like two or three shots. It was, it was by that same commando. So for everyone that doesn't quite remember what we're talking about, they, they're going up to the elevator. They get into the elevator. They're going up to the top to be picked up by H&M. And they, they get to the top floor and they open the elevator and there's a commando and like a bunch of stormtroopers standing there. And they like Hunter and uh, Gregor kick the commando back and then jump out of the way as they start firing. The elevator starts going down. Um, so the commando, does, does he jump on the elevator? He jumps well, on the top of the elevator. There's different groups going after the elevator. I think... The one that jumped across was like it was the same commando. He had the same color scheme. That was outside the door. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. He like jumps out, mm-hmm. jumps like swings around the bar. The el- or so he jumps down the the um, elevator lands. He rolls across it and jumps down and around into the opening, like the window opening on the side. It was super slick. Yeah, and for the first time, I was like, "That is the commandos that we get in the novels mm-hmm. and in the games." Like, I was like, "Yeah, this that is good." Slide. Yeah, but then it's then it's at this scene is where Gregor gets hit two or three times in the chest, and he's perfectly fine. Like, he makes a joke about it too. The like, gags yeah, like I got blown up and survived, and so that's that's the last time we actually see Gregor. Was, <laughs> he makes a joke about it. Yeah, he's like when he. Ex- Explodes with a bunch of what was the was it Tabana or Tabana uh, Tabana canisters? No, what was no? It was like those the red canisters or red detonators or something. It was fuel. Was it fuel? Yeah. Okay, I just don't remember what it was. But so he like gets, specifically, he gets blown up. Oh, Rhydonium. That's, yeah. thank you, Simon. Rhydonium, yes. yeah. Yes, Rhydonium. And so he's like, well, I got blown up and I survived. Um, so we don't know how he got off that planet and how he survived and what happened to him after that. Um, and, you know, Rex earlier in the episode says that one of his old friends. And so I, we don't know... Their, how their relationship is what it is because we don't see it. And so 
I don't know if it was just off screen stuff that happened after that arc, which would have been because that arc was in season end of season five towards the end of season five, I think mid to late season five. And so sometime after that, maybe him and Rex were able to meet somehow. Um, uh, technically Gregor was part of the, the 212th, which was Obi-Wan's thing. And so the 501st and the 212th worked together a lot. And so maybe that's how they just interacted with her that way. But I don't know. I just wish we kind of knew that backstory a little bit. But yes, so they kind of get locked into a room. And then uh, the only way out is through a vent in this ceiling. And then they say, we can go out an exhaust port type of thing. And all right, so they blow it up, they go, and then they call for for the help from Omega and Wrecker. And so Omega, she's flying, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, she flies now. She, she flies now. She flies now? She does, yeah. Awesome. I, I'm, wow. good. I'm happy for her. And so, um, so she's trying to get to the shaft opening on the side of the mountain close enough while they're getting shot at by all these troopers going into the the vents as well. And so she's able to get uh, Tech and Gregor. And was that? Because there's just four of them, right? Correct. So Tech and Gregor, they're able to jump on, but then they have to pull away because they're getting... Everything's being sent at them with lats and V wings and V wings and all yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have to. She's like Omega's like I can't hold it any longer. And that's okay. And then Tech takes it and he takes over. He's and like it's okay. This is you, this has been adequate. And he uh, like yeah takes like, over from there. Yeah, like that's like the best compliment you're gonna get from Tech. So take what you can. <laughs> yeah, uh, but so he's doing his great maneuvering and doing it flying around trying to get back all the way around to get the other two um and so they h&m they get hit and they're lost of shields and they're lost engine power and who who comes to the rescue gonky comes because omega helped him because he was defective and couldn't hold the charge but now he can and so they lost power but Gonky was able to plug in and and rescue the day. So in the Discord, it's Gonky or Clink, and I've never voted. Oh, don't don't do this. Comes. Don't do this here. here. My vote is going to Gonky because he saved the wow. day. He was clutch. He also didn't know then after that. And this is the first time I think we've ever seen a Gonk droid do what it's supposed to do. And so he's. Yeah, he's being who he was created to be. He saved, and I feel like a lot of that has to do with Omega because she was working on him. So yeah, much. so yeah, so it's really not Gonk, it's Omega. Okay, so it's, Clink still sweeps. No, Gonk, Clink cause, sweeps because he he walked into the into the cockpit when they were losing power, so he knew he needed to step up, and he stepped forward. So, um, my my vote is for for Gonky. Uh, so it's, they okay get, to, it's okay to be wrong, and we accept you here for that. So, 
Yeah, I get that a lot here for some reason. But um, oh my gosh! Uh, so yes, yeah, so they're all powered up. They're good to go, um, and they're able to circle around. I'm like, so this whole time, the question is like, who's gonna get left behind? Like, I knew something was something bad was gonna happen. I just didn't know if Echo and Hunter are gonna be stuck together and they're gonna be on their own or what's gonna happen. Um, but uh, Tech he pulls up. And Echo jumps on, and they immediately get started getting shot again. And he has to pull away, and Hunter falls down. And you think it looks like, oh, he's going to just fall into the op- door opening. And he hits Bro, this the bottom man of had, the- This man had a cheat code. Yes, he did. For his fall damage, because... Dude, he got wrecked. Oh, we forgot, we forgot to mention that there was a clone commando when they were up on the cliff, when Echo and Hunter were waiting to be picked up, the clone commando tried to, to overwhelm them. And they like got him in a headlock. And then as the other clones were shooting, they threw him out into the middle of the opening and he got shot like six or seven times. He got yeeted straight off the side of the cliff. So yeah, that was sad. So, yeah. Well, I'm not as sad anymore because even though it's a clone and I feel bad, like it's basically the empire now and we can't really have compassion for these says the man who wrote a fan fiction about them saving clones yeah because yeah. that's that's the whole point but now they're they're beyond no you just remove their ships yeah but in the moment you can say hey let's let's get you to a med bay and you knock them out and take them with you you're right i apologize <laughs> Your, your your logic is undeniable as thank you thank you as Agent Callus would say to Thrawn. So thank you. I'm, I'm equating you to Thrawn. If that's that's a compliment. <laughs> Ooh, that is of the highest compliments. But uh, yeah. So Hunter he is unable to grab onto the stairs and he just falls all the way down, and so he goes through trees and through rocks and he tries to use his knife to to stop himself falling down from a rock, but that didn't work. And he falls and falls and falls and he hits the ground. Um, and so he gets surrounded. A, a couple, I think it was a, just one or two lats or whatever lands. And then we got a bunch of troopers with Tuscan dogs, whatever. What did you call them? Uh, Tuscan puppies or Tuscan puppies? Pups. Tus- Tuscan pups. pups. But Tuscan they have a pups. real name. We already found out the real name. Malice. Malicef. Malice. Massive. Massives. Massive yeah. to play on the dog breed Mastiff, I'm assuming. Maybe. But yes, he gets overwhelmed and so he surrounded. And so he knows that he can't be rescued because he looks up. And I thought it was a great shot looking up and seeing through the trees, like the chase. Well, because they got hit again. The Havoc Marauder got hit a second time and it like overloaded Gonky and he, he's gone. Got shocked. Yeah. Right. So. So technically Gonk failed technically Clint's still alive he saved the day he didn't fail you he saved the day like mm. well he's still he, dead david said we don't know dead. that he's dead well david, also, said, whoa, is, whoa. david said he's dead in the chat so maybe i mean he got fried dude he just got a little tickle but, like it's but, not that uh, but then again, seem like a little tickle that we, seemed like sticking Gonks a fork into a power burned. Outlet. We've seen gonks get burned before. 
So they'll probably he'll probably come back from it. Maybe he'll be back. All Actually, I know... we've seen R two D two get shocked like that, haven't we? Once or twice. And. Uh, for sure, we've they're seen. actually lucky because the gonks are technically a power core, and if that had overloaded him, well, could have blew up. They would have been all. They all would have been gone. But anyway, so they got shot again, and basically, it came down to like there's no way they would have been able to do the maneuvers to outrun the V wings to get Hunter and still escape. So Hunter was like, "You guys need to go. Like, you can't get me now. I'm surrounded. You have to go." And then there's this moment where Omega is she's like yelling into the comm. It's actually kind of heartbreaking. I looked over at my yeah. wife and my ma- my wife was just like she had like this huge <laughs> frown on her face. <laughs> like I wasn't expecting this to hit this hard, but here we yeah, are. It was, it was very uh, emotional at that moment. He's like, you got to go like you have to go. And they go and he is just there by himself. And he he has his blade in his hand because I think it was just left over from when he was trying to stop stuff. But he puts his blade back in his it's. Holster, sheath, sheath, correct. And so, which earlier Jeremiah, you said he was throwing around a, a tool. It was actually his blade, his knife that he was playing with. Oh, was it? Yeah, like oh. way back. All right. But. And uh, so, uh, Hunter then gets captured, and the rest of the Bad Batch and Gregor, they escape. And then we've got and, that sick Star Wars style rotary wipe. Mm-hmm. Did you see that scene change? It had the rotary style wipe. It was amazing. Yeah, it was like classic prequels. Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It went straight to Camino. Mm. Yep. So we went back to Camino and Rampart is talking to Lama Sue and saying, uh, accused him of breaking their deal or something like that, which. I'm not sure what was that his deal was that he would be compliant. Correct. And be willing to do whatever the empire wanted him to do. But what was, which, what did he do that wasn't compliant? Well, he instructed he, he Nala Sue to uh, pack her bags and, and get some of the scientists, like the, 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 like the critical people, like the core group of people and get them ready to flee the planet. Yeah. And she got caught doing that. Yep. And so that's why they brought her before the prime minister. Right, but like, so how is that like? Because they because technically they were trying to run away. Yeah, from the empire because they knew that the empire was going to make them do whatever they wanted. Yeah, and they didn't have a choice anymore. Yeah, that like so they weren't supposed to be leaving Camino because until like, they were told. Like she said earlier in the episode, um, well, the empire broke their treaty with them, but she was like, but we're really good out our jobs. So it doesn't really matter. Like someone else will hire us to create clones because we're really, our technology and stuff is far advanced and they're going to be able to do that. So they weren't worried about it. Um, so that's why he says, okay, let's leave and get out. But by doing that, then that's a threat to the empire. And that's why the empire wanted them not to do that essentially. Um, I so. guess I didn't realize that, they weren't allowed to leave Camino. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, it, was a, it was an imperial occupation at that point. Yeah, like straight up. So, um, uh, Nama uh, Nala Say is then taken in by the elite squad members, I believe it was, mm-hmm. and 
you know, Rampart's like, we have a scientist that we could use your talents for the Empire, so you're good. And then he says, we have no use for uh, Lama Su. And so he says a politician. He's like, yeah, we can we use no a, use. we can use a scientist, but we have no use for a politician. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're of no use to us anymore. And yeah. walks away. And the so, door shut with two of those troopers. Which is, there. I'm surprised. So I feel like it's implied that Nala or Lama Su was killed. Mm-hmm. Correct. But like, why didn't we hear the gunshots? Like, I don't know. Like we didn't see it, so like maybe he's still maybe alive. He... My question is, why would they not kill him? Like, what? No, what's the I use think of it's leaving implied him alive? That he's killing him now. What if he knows some kung fu and beats their butts, and then the next episode it shows that scene and he escapes? No, I think he's gone. I think he's dead. I think he's dead. I just don't understand why they didn't. We didn't hear the gunshots behind. Yeah, him. Maybe, they I, have, I, maybe they have thick doors. It was kind of weird because I thought I thought when I was watching it with watch party like i thought i missed the sound and i asked andrew like did they kill him and then andrew said it's implied it's like they're okay with you know burning people. burning people alive on screen but and hearing it but you can't but, go oh pew pew like in the background noise. like whatever i thought it was just a minor detail that they could have been more clear about but yeah um, but the final scene is Hunter in a cell and Crosshair walks up to the cell. He's like, he was expecting, uh, the whole squad, but you know, only you will do like, it was kind of reminiscent of, of Maul. Like, why are you here? I was expecting Kenobi. Like, mm-hmm. I guess you will do. Yeah. I like, it, it would be, it's kind of similar to that. Um, now, yeah. so this is the one plot issue I had with this episode was we were expecting Crosshair to track down the Bad Batch. And but he didn't have to. He didn't have to. We didn't see anything like that. And it's almost like now that he has Hunter, he's just, just going to wait for the Bad Batch to come to him mm-hmm. to rescue Hunter. And so... And now he could, like, maybe, you know, he could, you know, get information somehow, like, to torture and figure out where they are and then lead a squad of TK troopers to, like, Ord Mantell or something like that, which would, you know, it'd still be him hunting them down. But I feel like it's not going to be. I feel like the last two episodes are going to take place on this planet Darrow and, you know, go from there Unless they transport him somewhere else. Like, was, um, Are we assuming that that scene was on Daro still, or do you think... Yes, no, it's yeah. the same cell. Like, the yeah. same... Well, the Empire's kind of like, it's all the same, like, uniform cells, True. wherever they go. So I, I think it's implied it's on the planet, but I just wondered if... So that's, they... like, the big cliffhanger at the end of it, was Crosshair saying that. Um, are we ready to get into speculations? Yeah, go ahead. I think... I could. I don't know if this is right. I'm leaning towards this not, but I think it would be really cool if he said you'll do, and then he straight up says, "Now let's go get our friends." Oh no! You don't think that? Well, cool? my question is, in defense of what Drew is saying, why would he lower the barrier? He didn't lower the barrier. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. did. Yeah, he did. 
dude, straight up lowers the barrier and walks and then, ta- and then take, well, he doesn't walk in, well, but, but he lowers the barrier and then takes off his helmet. Mm-hmm. Why does he do that? I did not see that. 100%. Yep. He did. Guaranteed. Or your money back. And that and that's why I was like, it'd be interesting if I'd he, be know, he knows really what Hunter's capable of. Her, of but what, like, cause the thing why is would like, you risk why, that? But also, uh, Jeremiah, why would you be mad? Like, what if his whole time he was planning, like, because he hurt his head, like, let's say the chip's not working, and he's p- trying to get his friends back in a sense of, like, now let's go take down the other dude because that that's it's a direction that they're not implying with the whole season like the whole season is crosshair is a bad guy now yes but and if they just randomly say okay he's good now like that's that would be stupid that would be one of the worst things that they could really? do in the show really i don't yes. think so i think it would be a cool twitch now if hunter you know talked him know, into it no takes him down and then brings him to the medical bay and removes his chip then that's a whole different story cuz that's something that is earned but just for you know the whole you know series, we were expecting him to be a bad guy. Okay, but what if and there's no conflict? Like that's that's what if stupid. since he got his head turned into a crispy boy, he's been plotting. Yeah, that's what I'm a saying. destruction of the okay. world, like an attempted destruction, and then we get that backstory. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if this? As he's like, I'm, I've actually been doing d- stuff behind their backs this whole time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, what if, like, they bring us to that, like, his point of view from that scene on, and it's like him, his head starting, all this stuff is happening, and we haven't seen it, and then it brings us to this scene of this happening, and then they go and try to. I think it would be really cool. I I don't think it's actually going to happen, because, Jeremiah. Yeah, but I what they'd have to do is they would have to spend episode 15 telling that whole entire backstory. Yeah, that's And that's then fair. we get to the finale, which is, it'll be a stupid, like, it'll be a, a cut in momentum. And, like, if they showed that backstory throughout the season happening, mm-hmm. then it would be more believable and it was something we could, you know, hope for, for Crosshair as we're getting to this point. Um, but, like, I wouldn't want them to, like I said, like, bring us 14 episodes in yeah, and then the next in episode fifteen is this a backstory of how Crosshair was never a bad guy? Like he was just always planned to be like this good guy and never was a threat to the Bad Batch or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, like well, I, I mean, that doesn't well, change. I don't if think that he was a threat. No, I don't. He's been a threat but the he, entire he time. He wasn't. He wasn't really a threat. Really, we hit, we see him on Braca as a bad guy for like one episode. I mean, he's been a threat the entire time. I think as much as we know that he's a threat. We also could. Get I mean, again, the, I don't think it's going to be a thing. I don't but, think it's going to happen, but yeah. I think I, I, I don't doubt Dave Filoni and his writing skills and his, his vision. And so, if that happened, let's just say it happened, I know Dave Filoni is going to produce it in the best way possible. And I don't, I would not be disappointed if they went something like that. I now, just don't know why I don't he. Think uh, it's going I don't to know happen, why he but, took the barrier down. That doesn't so, make any sense to me. Because, because. Hunter wasn't like cuffed. Well, no, unless or, like he still, he's had, his not mi- there he still by had his himself. knife. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, he might not be there by himself. Like there could be mm-hmm. like a bunch of troopers behind him. Yeah. And you have to open the cell in order to take him for any torture or that's true that's to true. do any experiments or whatever they're gonna mm-hmm. do to him. Like yeah. So. 
So, yeah, I I just think it would be a kind of a cool twist because because Crosshair does say something like like I was expecting all of you, but you will do like he mm-hmm. has a purpose for him like not to like rescue like because why would he want all of them there like the more the merrier to do what then to help destroy Admiral Rampart him. yeah. Because I think I you think, think that's what, his whole thing is to like. Oh no, no! I'm saying if this is that situation, I mean, I'm I just think playing devil's the bigger, advocate. The bigger bad bad threat is Admiral Rampart. Rampart than it is Crosshair, and I think we're looking past that because Crosshair has, has such a big relationship with the Bad Batch that in our eyes that's the biggest threat because they have a personal relationship. And like our whole vision in this show is like, is he going to get, is he going to go back with the Bad Batch? Like, is he going to get saved at the end? Like, how is this going to turn out? Is he going to sacrifice himself last minute and save the Bad Batch and we see him and he's going to die? Or, but like the bigger bad is not Crosshair and we need to like focus. Like it's Admiral Rampart. Like he is the big bad. And I think we're kind of looking past that. And I think that would be a way for us to get our eyes back on that. Also, if that is the case and this is the route they're going, I this might be really aggressive, but I don't think there'll be a, any more Bad Batch show. I think they're going to go a route with uh, Rex. I think Rex is going to have his own show. So if that's the case and they do that, they destroy Admiral Rampart, and Bad Batch flees, then I think Rex is going to have his own show, and I don't think we're going to have more Bad Batch. I think that's like the show. Which I think is... It's possible. Plausible. Um, the, the thing is, if they were to do that, then either all the Bad Batch have to die, you have or to... Or f- just flee and just work undercover forever. So they're just going to leave that open-ended for all this hours fans? Like, oh, yeah, well, like, no, there's one not, season we're never going to see him again? Like, No, we'll see them in the Rex show. Like, we would see them all the time. But they just wouldn't I th- be, I like... I think there'll be a season two. I, I think Omega is too... Yeah. Key, like... Oh, maybe. Yeah. If that's Omega fair. wasn't it, I could see that maybe, but... Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Omega's yeah, I, story I is going to... a few minutes thinking about it. And I, I see what you're yeah. saying, but... Cause, I just, like, I don't think we're going to When we first get... saw the Bad Batch, did we ever think we were going to get a Bad Batch show? No, but there was closure. No. Was there, though? Yeah. Yeah. It was a, yeah. a four-episode arc. Like, True, and then they but... just flew away. Like, they ended it in a way that if we had never gotten the show, they like, sweet, Echo joined, they're fine. True. They're off to see the wizard, you know? But it's not to say that... <laughs> what the heck? What's that? I don't know why. I don't know why I made okay. that reference. But, like, I, I I, just... We could get a closing of this, too. But I, I do see your point, though, about Omega is really... And people are falling in love with her. So maybe Dave Filoni's first vision wasn't that, but we could get her get them another season because of just Omega because of how much people love her now. So that yeah. is fair. But I do think we're going to get more Rex storylines though. 
Even if it's, whether it's they're, they're done with the Bad Batch and they go to Rex, or if they have an own spinoff with Rex, I yeah. think we're going to get, because the way they're or, setting up what he's doing, like, he's doing a lot. Yeah. And I feel like they ha- they're they going to shed some light on that somehow. Be, it could be like Maz Kanata. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oof. Big oof. That was one of the worst parts of that whole movie was when she's, like, fighting, like, some war by herself and, like, doing flips and stuff, and... Yeah, I don't know. I was excited. Whatever. This is this isn't our. We're not. Anti- we're not talking about that. No. But yeah, I. It's, it'd be interesting. Also, does anyone else think that someone needs to tell Rex that that cloak makes him look fat? <laughs> anyone makes, else? It makes his shoulders look really broad, like <laughs> so big. <laughs> like it's maybe like he had, maybe he had on different armor. But clone, he didn't. Commando be, armor? Maybe. It'd be cool, big, but it also made him look big, too, when we first saw yeah, it. And they true. took it off, and he looked fine. That's true. But when he first... They, like, draw him to look Maybe little. he has, like, Vegeta shoulder pads. Y- yeah, true. <laughs> or just a, a nice cup? pair of 80s shoulder pads under there. <laughs> um, Maybe a nice pantsuit. He does look like uh, from Assassin's Creed. Yeah, you're right. Pet. Oh, Rock. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's just my take. I think it would be really cool if they went that route. I don't. I have very low expectations. Like I don't think that's actually going to happen. Yeah. But that is the speculation that I want to go with. And if I call it, I called it, and it'd yeah, be cool. You get ten points. And also, I think 10. we're gonna we're gonna get the story some at some point how Rex, Gregor, and Wolf end up on that desert planet. I sure. do think Jeremiah that. If if there is more season of the Bad Batch, the next show, the next cartoon show that Disney is going to put out is probably going to be Rex, like a Rex show. Rex's so. and O's. No, no, no. <laughs> Tic Tac. You know, it could be. You know, if it, if everyone dies except for te- Tech, it could be Tech and Rex, and they could call it T Rex. Anyways, any predictions <laughs> for you guys? No, nah. I, I I think it's gonna be the the rest of the Bad Batch is gonna go back to Daro and try and break out, break them out, break them out. Inevitably, yeah. And I feel like at least one Bad Batch member is going to die, but not until the last episode, right? Yeah. Okay, pick one, pick one right now. No, I'm not ready for that. If any I'll, of them, I'll pick. I'll pick one next week. I think okay. Hunter uh, could die, and Crosshair will probably die. If Crosshair dies, it's going to be like he's saved, sacrificing, and then he sacrifices yeah. right at the end. But yeah, I, I think, think if could anyone die. dies, I think it's going to be Wrecker, and Omega's going to lose it. Let me tell you something. And then Omega's they... going to show the force that she yeah. has, and she's she going to turn to the dark the side. For- oh my god! She has the force, and she's going to put her over the edge. <laughs> she's going to turn to the dark side. And then her and Jar Jar are going to be the next. And... <laughs> yep. So her and Jar Jar become Sith Lords, but then the TVA shows up and he races uh, Oh wow! What? Okay, that ruined it for me. <laughs> you had it all the way up to the <laughs> but. Anyways, yeah, uh, I loved it. Let's rate it. We haven't rated yet this episode. I have. Did you? Yeah, 9.2. 9.2. 9.2. I'm going to give it a 
a nine only because I didn't like that. No, because I didn't like that Crosshair didn't go and hunt them down. Okay. Well, because okay. that, that's like a change. We were expecting one thing, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. completely flipped it on us. So. Well, it's just because something different happened in the universe. Yeah, so he, like was, they, he was gearing up to go hunt him down, and all of a sudden, one of them drops into his or lap. Or he's planning something yeah, and that's, else. That, that convenience or he's dropped the score down to else. a nine. It would have been a solid 9.53. Oh, Ooh. okay. I'm going to give it a 9.5, just because I loved it. I love seeing Rex a little bit as much as we did. I loved it. I love that they're tying in more of Rebels with who they they rescued. I think it's a really good story. I think this should have been last episode, and I wanted three episodes of their interaction, but I guess we'll get two. I think the cliffhanger at the end was really cool and really fun, and it, it leads a lot open, and I love when they do that, so I am pumped. Sweet. All right. All right. All right. Well, if you would like to keep up with us when we're not recording these episodes or you're not listening to these episodes, there are actually many ways you can do that. I'm going to list them off really quickly here. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, twitch.tv, Discord. A little bit more far removed, but voicemail. You can leave us a voicemail if you want to. I'll explain that in a second. Um, all of those things, instead of listing out all of our handles and all of our links, if you are listening to the audio version of this podcast, which even if you watch the video versions, you should still listen to the audio version. Uh, go to the, the, the description right underneath that. There's a link that says connect with us and it's links.co forward slash empire radio. If you click that link, which also happens to be found in our Instagram bio and in the about us section on our Twitch page. Uh, it is a landing page that contains links to all of our social media accounts. So you can go, you open that, click on the little icons for you know YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff, uh, and just go start following us and liking us wherever <laughs> wherever you, you can. That would be super helpful. Um, Twitch.tv forward slash Empire Radio is the place that we live stream the recordings of these episodes with video included mm-hmm. uh, every Tuesday. 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, and every Friday, as long as the Bad Batch is running, 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern as well. And that's twitch.tv forward slash Empire Radio. Um, and for sure, if you're going to do one of those things, make sure you click the link in that landing page to join our Discord server uh, because that's where you can have direct contact with us, talk to us about the show, talk to us about Star Wars, as well as a pretty rapidly growing uh community of like over a hundred people. Um so it's it's a party. It's crazy, but in a good way. You're definitely not going to want to miss that. And like I said, there is a way for you to leave a voicemail. Uh up to one minute. You can ask us anything you would like, Star Wars related or not. It could be a personal question for one of the three of us or all three, whatever. Um, or if you have a question and you don't want your voice heard on air, because we do listen to the voicemails and respond to them live on air on Tuesdays at the end of the episodes. Well, okay. you listen. No, me and Jeremiah don't. Well, that's true. I, I have to listen because I get the audio ready. But if you want to leave us a voicemail, leave a question, you don't want your voice played on air, that's totally fine. We'll do that too. And we'll just answer your question. So if you're scared, don't be. That's all I'm going to say. Leave your leave your questions. We'd love to hear from you. It's one of my personal favorite things that I do every week. It's It's my favorite thing. Yeah, so... There you go. Make sure you go connect with us.
All right, Jeremy. Anything else, boys? Nope. No, no. All right. So you have been listening to another tight episode Ooh. of Empire Radio. Oof. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. I'm Andrew. And may the force be with you. Always. Always.